Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation. It's your host, Alicia, and it is so good to be back here with you again. We are just about a week into the new school year, and I will be completely honest with you, last week was a little bit rough for us. It feels like this whole last year and a half with COVID and all the different types of schooling that was offered last year, that we have been on kind of this extended sort of weird summer vacation since last March. And it was just kind of weird, kind of hard to get back into the rhythm of a normal school year or as normal as possible, at least as of now. So you know that I'm all about keeping it real, sharing what I'm going through and teaching you what I'm learning sometimes even as I walk it out myself. So that is kind of exactly what we are going to be doing today. I think I realized with COVID that it was really just so much easier. And as I'm reflecting on it, it really wasn't easier in the moment or at the time, but it seemed so much easier to just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. And last year when the kids didn't have formal school or sports, it really did feel like we had more time. Like I had more time to just kind of plan things on the fly. And what I mean about that is prior to COVID happening, I was fairly regular, fairly consistent about sitting down, planning out our meals, getting the groceries, and then I had kind of this whole meal prep thing that I would do on the weekends, which uh, as I was coaching one of my clients, it was either last week or the week before, I loved how she put it, we were talking about those meal prep services like HelloFresh or something like that. And basically that's what I would do is I would go, I would create the meal plan, go get the groceries, And then I would kind of jot down everything that needed to be prepped so that I would have the marinades or the seasonings, the proteins pulled out so that they weren't frozen. I would have all the veggies chopped so that then that way, when it came time to do dinner, I could just toss it all into the pan or into the crock pot and away we would go. And that was like a beautiful system. Now, granted, it did take a little bit of time up front to kind of do the planning to do the prep, but it saved so much time and honestly so many dishes the night of cooking. Anyway, I think with COVID happening and just kind of slipping out a normal routine, the kids not having sports or school or things like that, I just felt like I had more time to just kind of plan things as I went. And I don't think that I realized until last week, really, how much time that actually takes. So I just want you to think about that. If you have some resistance, if you're kind of feeling, uh, yeah, I guess just that resistance to planning and to doing meal prep, I want you to just kind of pause and just sort of dig in and explore that a little bit and maybe even kind of tally up the amount of time that it spends you to get groceries throughout the week, to figure out what you're having for dinner, to prepare the meal the night of, to clean up, and just see really like how much time goes into that because I think that you might be surprised. So anyway, back to the story. Last week, I kind of tried that still sort of flying by the seat of my pants. And to say that it was a dumpster fire, I feel like would be putting it kind of mildly. Now, I know, like I said, I know there are going to be some of you out there listening to this right now, and you think that it's too hard to plan or that it takes too much time or 
maybe that you're just not even very good at sticking with the plan once you get it. And I can relate to this. I know this because I used to think the same thing. I used to think, you know, man, it just takes too much time. I'm not very good at planning or I'm not very good at sticking to the plan. But that was until I really learned how to plan and really learned, you know, what kind of a system I needed in order to make it successful and to make it work for us. So the reality is oftentimes we think that it's gonna take too much time to really sit down and do the planning, do the preparation, but it really takes so much less time and so much less mental energy than when we just wing it. So just even thinking about that, right? It's like, I remember even when the kids were little, trying to have them pick out their outfits the night before, right? That's one less decision we have to make the next morning. Making the lunches the night before, that's one less decision we have to make, you know, that that morning before getting out of school or getting ready to, to get to school. And I don't think that we realize how much mental energy goes into having to make decisions. So think about it. You've had a long day at work. The kids are hungry. You're hungry. You're tired. You just want to go home and relax. And now you have to figure out what you're having for dinner. Now you have to maybe go to the store to pick up those last minute ingredients. You have to do the cooking, the cleaning, all of that stuff. Not only does it take so much more time, but it takes so much more of your precious mental and emotional energy when we just wing it. So hopefully I have kind of pleaded my case for planning a little bit and it's not that thing that, you know, this is definitely not something to kind of guilt you into planning. It's just, I want to help you set yourself up for success. And so really just pause and just kind of think about if you're the person that is sort of resistant to planning, I think first and foremost, kind of dig into why that is, but then maybe do that time audit, see how much time and how much energy you're putting into just kind of winging it and then try just experiment with the process that, I'm kind of laying out here in the sense of planning the meals, getting the groceries all on one day, and then spending, you know, maybe an hour or two doing some prep over the weekend and see how much time you end up saving yourself. You can always go back to the old way that you were doing things, right? So last week in preparation for the kids going back to school and really just knowing that we were going to be kind of coming into this different season, a busier season. I think I shared a few weeks ago, um, my husband is gone for a little while. He's kind of helping with COVID support. So not only are we back in school, back in sports to an extent, I'm still working, thank goodness, uh, because I love what I get to do, but I'm also kind of doing it by myself. And so knowing that I knew that I needed to kind of slow down and take inventory of this next season of life, of this next quarter, right? This next 12 weeks or so of school, of work, of life, and just kind of figure out what is working right now about how we're doing things, what isn't necessarily working and what specific changes I want to make. And for myself, one of those big changes was going back to the planning and the prep of food. Um, I know it seems like I'm harping on that, but I have just been amazed at the difference this week in not having to try to scramble last minute to try to figure it out, especially with late sports practices. So last week in prep for the the kids going back to school, us getting back into this new season of life, I sat down and did um, just kind of a basic life wheel exercise on myself. So something that I uh, do with my clients a lot of times, it's something that I shared a while back. I believe it's called um, living your level 10 life or something like that. I'll be sure to find that episode and link it in the show notes below if you want to go and check that out um, because it'll dive a little bit deeper. But just to kind of recap, basically, 
you're going to go through kind of the different key areas of your life. Now, you can either use the areas that I'm about to suggest here below, or you can kind of decide them for yourself, um, maybe just based on your particular life, um, the things that are important to you, the things that you really want to kind of take inventory on. Um, so the ones that I typically use, which I did get this from the Ula Life, so I want to make sure that I give credit there, but it's faith or spirituality, uh, family. So this would be kind of, um, you know, those people that are living under the, the same roof with you or maybe particular family members that you spend a lot of time with. Um, let's just say fitness and food fun and hobbies, friends, or other relationships. So maybe these are your friends, um, relationships outside of your family that lives with you. So, you know, maybe parents or siblings or things like that. Your field, or also known as your work, and then finances. So your money situation. And basically, what you're going to do is you're just going to kind of rate each area of each of those areas on a scale of one to 10. So one is kind of not happy at all. It's not feeling very aligned. It feels really out of balance, super stressful. 10 is it's going great. And you don't really think there's much to, cha to change. Now note that we are not necessarily aiming for perfect here. So 10 does not mean that this is perfect. There's no room for improvement. It just means that at this particular moment, this point in time, you don't really wanna change anything about that area. Then for each of those areas, I asked myself, okay, what's going well in this particular area? Like, what do I feel like I'm doing well at or that I'm doing good here? Um, what do I kind of want to keep, keep doing in this area? What's not working so well? So what are some areas that I want to change? What are some things that I maybe want to change? And one of the things that I really did identify for myself, which I think this was kind of why I went on that tangent in the beginning, is the stress that I was having about dinner time and just knowing that with the busy nights, with us getting home a little bit later and things like that, it really is so helpful for me to not have to come home at seven o'clock at night and figure out what the heck we're all going to eat. So for me, that was one of the things I wanted to get back into that habit, back into that rhythm of planning the meals, getting the groceries, doing the prep. Um, you know, kind of making some tweaks to my morning routine so that we're getting out the door a little bit earlier or I'm getting up a little bit earlier so that I can get the dogs out for a walk, can squeeze in a short workout. You know, so it was just kind of like looking at, okay, what what kind of feels like it's out of balance here? What sort of is feeling like it's getting pushed off of the plate, pushed off of my to-do list that are things that are really important to me, things that matter to me. And when I know that I'm investing the time and the energy and I'm being intentional there, my life tends to feel like it's running a lot more smoothly. So, um, and then, you know, just looking at those, like what are the specific tweaks that you are wanting to make in that area? Now, this is gonna be a tad bit easier for you if you already kind of know or have an idea of what your specific core values are, or you have um, maybe at least just some sort of a hint of what they are. Maybe you don't know specifically, but you could definitely Google that um, to find lists, or I think you could even find quizzes that kind of help you identify your core values. And that just really gives you kind of a little bit of insight as to what are the things that you really hold dear? What are the things that are kind of most important to you that tend to be ways that you sort of subconsciously make your decisions from? So if you don't know what your core values are, I highly recommend that at the very least, you look up a list of those and see if you can kind of identify for yourself what they are uh, or do some sort of a quiz or something like that. Um, 
Or, you know, and then maybe you just want to narrow it down to like the top five. So I think sometimes I am the type of person I can look at a list of like that and I can be like, oh, well, that's a value and that's a value and that's a value and that's a value. And maybe they all are in some respect. But I think if you can kind of narrow it down and maybe rank them in the top five, top seven, then you really can be sure like when I'm making decisions, you'll know that it feels out of whack or out of balance or you'll kind of feel off if you're making decisions that don't support or don't kind of align with those top five top seven values and then you're also going to want to have a clear handle on your priorities so this is just knowing like what are maybe the specific relationships that are the most important to you what are the most important things to you when it comes to your health your well-being things like that. Um, you know, what are the most important things to you when it comes to your faith practice or your spiritual practice there? And this way, you know that when it when push comes to shove, like when things get super busy and your calendar is exploding and all of these different things, you know that you can kind of come back to those things, to the values and the priorities, and that you're making decisions honoring what is most important to you in that specific season or that specific moment. This also makes saying no to the things that are not a heck yes for you so much easier. And you really do get to say yes to the best yeses, to those best things for you, right? So it's like knowing the values, being clear on your priorities really allows us to make powerful, intentional decisions that is going to ultimately lend us to feeling a lot more balanced in our lives. Because I do truly think that balance is not necessarily maybe a thing as much as it is this feeling that we're sort of striving for that we want. And so I like to do this sort of a check-in kind of with that life wheel, um, looking at what's working, what's not working, what tweaks do I want to make, sort of checking in with my values, my priorities for that season. I like to do it quarterly at the very least or whenever there's kind of a major shift in the routine or the season of life that we're in. I do think one of the misconceptions often is that balance is kind of this fixed thing. And I just want to remind you that it's not something that we set once and then we can kind of forget about it. Rather, balance is sort of this thing that is dynamic. It kind of ebbs and flows with the different seasons and the different things that we have going on at home, at work, uh, maybe in our personal lives, like health-wise, for expanding our family, things like that. And I think that one of the common myths as well is that in order to be balanced, everything is supposed to be equal. So maybe we're supposed to spend equal time or equal money or equal resources. But instead, I want you to think of it more like this. It's kind of looking at each of those areas of your life that you identified and what does that specific area need to feel like a 10 for you right now? Right. So this isn't comparing to what you think you should be doing, comparing to what other people are doing. But for you and your life specifically right now in this season, this week, what would feel like a 10 for you? So maybe in this season, you might feel like you're lucky if you can just muster a, a 15 or a 20 minute workout right? Or, or maybe just walking around the block or something like that. That's great, right? So we want to honor that. We don't want to heap the guilt, heap the shame on top of that. Maybe family time for you looks like one meal around the table a day instead of breakfast and dinner. Maybe it looks like just a little bit of extra time on the weekends. Maybe self-care for you looks like taking a midday nap or just closing your eyes for 10 to 15 minutes or unplugging from work at a certain time and not answering those emails or those messages after that time. 
right? But only you ultimately can decide that for yourself. And the beauty is, is that you absolutely do get to decide. You get to set the boundaries and it doesn't have to stay fixed. You can be flexible. I like to draw up kind of this ideal schedule or an ideal scenario that I might be aiming for, but then I'm gonna be gracious enough to kind of pivot or switch things up as needed. And this is a concept called structured flexibility that I really like to teach my clients, right? It's having that plan A, but then if, we need to, we have kind of this plan B that we can fall back on so that it feels like we're still making progress towards our goals. We're still honoring our priorities and the things that are most important to us, but we're not doing it from this place that feels so rigid, so full of pressure that it just kind of makes us crumble. So just to recap, if life is feeling a little chaotic and out of whack, first, I want you to just slow down and breathe. Remind yourself that really and truly, even though it feels like it's such a big deal or it feels like everything needs to be done at once or everybody's relying on you, you know, that you're going to be letting people down. Just remind yourself that at the end of the day, it really and truly is all going to be okay. Then I want you to make time to do this activity. And if you just rolled your eyes a little bit right now and you kind of whispered under your breath or in your head, you're thinking you don't have the time, then this is exactly why you might need to do this activity right now, unless you're driving, of course, then I want you to wait until you're home Give yourself some time, grab coffee, grab a a glass of wine, whatever it is that you need, and do this activity for yourself. The truth is you really don't have the time not to. I think sometimes we kind of fall into that lie that we're going to get to all of this stuff that's important to us when life slows down, but life really and truly is never going to slow down unless we make it, in a sense, slow down by intentionally deciding what we will and won't spend our time or, or our energy doing anymore. And until we protect our priorities, it, we sort of have to kind of take this, this idea to sort of ruthlessly eliminate everything else that's not a priority, that's not, you know, the main focus in this season. And maybe we don't completely eliminate it. Maybe we shelve it. Maybe we kind of put it off and defer it to a different time. And that's fine. But, you know, really and truly, we do want to make sure that we're being mindful, we're being present, and we're making those intentional decisions that align with the goals, align with the vision that we have for ourselves, and that really do honor our values and our priorities. So pencil out what your ideal week looks like, then pencil out what that ideal ideal day looks like for you. Jot your plan down right? So we have that plan A, which is our ideal plan for the week, for the day. And then I want you to jot down what your plan B will be. So if all else fails, what can you commit to doing for sure? Then of course, remember to give yourself an extra measure of grace, of love, and compassion. This might be especially hard if you're used to putting so much pressure on yourself to succeed, to achieve, and to do things perfectly. I think that this is maybe a lesson that I am still learning, but it is something that we do get better with the more that we practice. All right, friends, that is what I have for you today. Hope that you found this helpful and that you are already sitting down to do this activity. And if you're ready to take this work to the next level, like you've been listening for a while, 
you know that you're not actually going to sit down and do this activity, or maybe you'll do the activity but won't actually do anything with it, then I'm especially talking to you. I want you to email me, alicia at aliciacarlson.com, so that we can finally start to take action on those things that matter most to you, so that you can be who you were created to be and do the things that you were put on this earth to do. I believe that you have a special purpose, a special mission, and it is definitely time that we start to make that happen. Have a great rest of your day, a great week, and I will talk to you again soon.